East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome to our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Linda. I'm Lorraine. And I'm Leslie. We're three sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. There is a fourth sister, and she will be making guest appearances throughout the series. We're obsessed with true crime, paranormal, and laughing. Join us for our weekly outbursts as we dive into crazy stories that full-fledged rep the East Coast. Just so you know, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all just for informative purposes. I almost said thank you. Yo, you all up in my what? name. What do you mean? I wasn't even finished saying my name. you like, Leslie. <laughs> That's how it's going to be today, because I'm so pissed off at you. Thank you. Onward. Linda, hello. Whatever. <laughs> so welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Congratulations on not having the vid anymore. Thank you. Yeah, that was kind of rude. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're not. That a patient gave me the vid. I'm sorry. No. You shouldn't work there anymore. I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's your careless actions that did it, honestly. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll remember that. I'll remember that. Oh, you done did it. <laughs> I'm pissed off now. Yes. Okay. okay, for those of you joining us for the first time today, if this is your first episode, welcome. Hello. If this is your you? last episode, you're welcome. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Basically, what we do here is that Lorraine and I research stories, true crime, paranormal, whatever. Conspiracy theories. Conspiracy yeah. theories. <laughs> <laughs> that happen up and down the East Coast of the or United in States. <laughs> and we tell these stories to Leslie. And Leslie gives us her genuine reactions two or three days later. <laughs> yeah, because I was researching your research <laughs> and realized that your research is fake. <laughs> uh, no, it was real research. I really researched to tell you the story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not happy. <laughs> so that that's what we do here. We we tell stories. We tell true crime stories. Paranormal. Paranormal stories <laughs> cases history <laughs> and then lies <laughs> historical lies <laughs> historical fiction yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or as Lorraine likes to say lie dances <laughs> there's that too. that's from the princess diaries Don't you, that? <laughs> you and your lie dance <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's what we do here we will go to Leslie and ask her where we are going today. Where's your Nerf gun? I don't know. I saw it here. I forgot that was a thing. It's been so long. The candle's not Since on. I've seen your face. You're not turning your candle oh. on? Oh, it's already loaded. It oh, wait. Is it because I'm reading? Is this that actually you all allow East it? Coast today? No. Uh, you know what? I don't know, but where we end up, Does I also don't know. Does that say GT? No, that's Connecticut. That's where we're going. Oh my god, you hit New York. Oh, oh close my enough. god. Okay. My dog did not like that. That is one of the states. Ah, oh, sweet. Pennsylvania, too. Ah! I believe that is also one of the states. Yes. New Jersey. Oh my god. Um, I feel like two seconds was spent in New Jersey, but it was more New York. Well, that's, I've hit that twice already. <laughs> yes, you did. Okay. Yes. I, when I tell you. As, I don't. I didn't want to research this man anymore. Once I got into it, halfway through, I was like, I hate him. Yeah, she called me. She was like, I'm fucking done. I'm oh done. And I was like, but you already started. No. no. I'm tired, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, I told her, I was, look, look at this. Look at this. Okay. And that's the not typed up stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a lot of jumping around so i'm only giving partial information you don't have to write down everything i'm just gonna like put out there all of it because it's it was 
it was a lot to follow. Right. And when I looked it up, I'm like, oh, he literally just went up and down the East Coast. No, that's what they told me because that's what I wanted to know. And then when I like... It's a listener story. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then when I like researched even deeper, they're like, boom, 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 boom. They so were international. Yeah, oh. Like, like bigger than the CIA, <clears throat> FBI guy. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. What was his oh, name? Oh, the mob dude. No, 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 no. no, no, no. The Iceman? No. Oh, the the guy that worked for... What was his name? I don't remember. I did him and I don't even remember. I know who you're talking about. With you. Metro Man. <laughs> <laughs> Metro Man. It was the Amtrak, but <laughs> almost the same thing. No. Yeah, it was. <laughs> what? Amtrak. Amtrak is the train that takes you from Jersey to... It wasn't him. This was the family annihilator. Yeah, the guy who killed his wife and his sons. It was literally... The like one in the Florida? F- no, no, the one from Bethesda. And he worked for the government. The lie dance. Remember the, the lie dance? Because I said that... I don't remember this. He, oh, my Because God. he... I got- told you, I told you, you guys could come up and bring up a story again and I would act like I've never fucking heard it before. <laughs> he was the one that when he wanted the job promotion, he worked with like the FBI, he worked with the government, he worked with the FBI. When he went for the job promotion, somebody else had gotten it. Oh, and so him. he went home and killed his whole yeah, family yeah, 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 and yeah, his yeah. mom. And then, and then he, he went over he to saw, Europe yeah. and saw Rich. The, <laughs> whatever his I don't name know. was saw his co-worker like yeah. his co-worker's like because we have that age progression picture of him <laughs> I rem- okay that I remember <clears throat> yeah he looks like the old guy playing chess by himself in Pixar <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> that one whatever okay, his name is. anyway yeah so he's bigger than that one he's a traveling man <laughs> this guy's name is Charles Carl Pansram. <laughs> what? Pansram. It was funny. <laughs> You're looking at me like that. Because I was watching you. <laughs> he was born June 28th, 1892. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I, I had to think of that. I'm like, that sounds a really long time ago. Just it was. keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> He was born in East Grand Forks, F-O-R-K-S. Washington? Minnesota. Mm. Minnesota. Okay. His parents were Johan and Matilda Pansram. I believe it said they were Prussian immigrants. Mm. And he was one of eight. His family had a farm. This is where it got me. I was... I'm telling you, it all started off confusing because they're like, he was one of, one place said he was one of eight, and then another one said that there was five boys, one girl, two dead. Like, two, two, and then two brothers had died. So I was like, did they start off with five boys and then lose two of the boys, or did they start off with seven boys and lose two boys? Because that would make eight. (laughs) Math. What? One one girl, five boys, oh. and then two that had passed away. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. Whatever. There was a lot of kids. Which is kind of normal for that time. Yeah. So yeah. they had a family farm, and all the kids worked on the farm starting at an early age. It said once the truancy laws had started, the parents were really upset because they were forced to send their kids to school. And no. so... No more farmers. No more free labor at home. Basically. So what they ended up doing is that once the older boys, because the sister was the youngest, so once the older boys had up and left, the parents had him and his sister going to school during the day, and then when they would come home from school, would make them work until the early hours of the morning to get everything done on the farm. So by... Charles' account, they would only get like two hours of sleep a night. That's what I was going to say. That sounds like no sleep at all. Yeah. They would only get like two hours. That sucks. If they ever did anything bad, the punishment at home was to either be chained up or starvation. So they wouldn't feed them or they would just chain them up and leave them there. 
Okay. In 1899, the parents had divorced and the father just up and left. So it was just the mom sitting there taking care of the kids. Gas station um, for milk. <laughs> exactly. Also in 1899 was the first time that Charles was arrested. How old is he? Seven. 1899. Yeah. Okay. For drunk and disorderly conduct. At seven? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. My parents can never complain about me again. Yeah, he was charged with drunk and disorderly conduct. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just imagining a small seven-year-old drunk. Okay. Tiny one? <laughs> Could you? No, 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 no. Just completely. I was at a baby shower, a Hispanic baby shower. It was at, like, one of those, like, big halls. And they had this fruit punch fountain. I didn't know it was alcoholic, but apparently it was. And they didn't have a sign on it or anything. All these little oh kids are just chugging down this oh fruit my punch. God. And I'm like, yo, what's wrong with these kids? I'm like 21. I don't care what's happening with these random people's children. Until this guy comes over freaking out. There's like a group of six drunk children. <laughs> and they're between the ages of like seven to 12. Right. Oh, God. And then they finally put a sign that said alcoholic beverage. Like a seven-year-old is going to read that. Yeah, it's too late now. They're you all drunk anyway. You got a baby shower. This do be true. This is why I always refuse to have alcohol at any kind of kids' parties. Oh, here Listen you. up. <laughs> oh, my God. You started it. I didn't Idiots. Anyway, continue. It was a good time. It was funny. Oh, my God. They weren't my children. I didn't care. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, 1899. First time charged. 1903. Arrested and jailed for being... For me? Drunk. (laughs) For being drunk again? Yes. He's 11. Yeah. See how fast I did that math? (laughs) So, I believe he did, like, a little bit of time. He gets out, and he decides he's going on the run. He ain't staying home for this shit, right? Oh, no. Where's he running to? He's 11. He's a free bird. I know, but he's in Minnesota. It's cold. He actually, because of things that he had seen and everything like that, he is planning on going out west to become a cowboy. Christ. Okay. Don't they have cowboys in Minnesota? Oh, Montana. (laughs) Montana. Never mind. So (laughs) he decides... To go steal no. a cake. A he, cake? He goes to his neighbor's house. He steals a cake because this is for his travel. He puts it in his sack. He puts a cake in his sack. He gets an, some apples and a revolver. <laughs> and he just goes on the run. Well, he ends up being caught for that because they see this little kid on the train tracks trying to, <laughs> trying to jump on the back and be a stowaway. And he like gets arrested for that. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. This kid is something else. Do they send him back to his mom? <laughs> um, I can't get a revolver. I be- well, you I said believe- he's the youngest? He was the youngest boy. Oh, okay. But then there was his sister after him. Okay. So then in October of 1903, he was sent to the Minnesota State Training Ref- uh, the state training school. So Minnesota State Training School, which was like a reform school. Mm-hmm. Okay. He says... That while in the school, he was tortured, beaten, and raped repeatedly by the staff in a room that they called the paint room because they would take little boys into this room and they would beat them so bad that it was like these boys were painted red, black, and blue. Oh my gosh. What the fuck? So these little boys, just everything that they're going on, being hit and everything like that by the staff, it was called the paint room because by the time you came out, you were just covered in bruises and blood. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because he's already an angry little gremlin. Gremlin. How do you spell it? I don't know. With an E. Whatever. Gremlin. 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 <laughs> Gizmo. <laughs> Gizmo with an I. <laughs> Gremlin with an E. Yes. Whatever. Um, so to get back at these people because he was really upset with them, he, 
He worked in the food line. Oh, did he shit in... Oh, no. So what he would do would... He would urinate in their soups and oh, drinks. God. Ew. And these are for the, like, guards and stuff like that. The and people who were beating them up. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had ice cream for these people, so he would masturbate Ew. and put it in their ice cream. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then he would sit there and watch them as they ate and drank this stuff. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Fucking children are disgusting. And then he was so pissed off one day at the superintendent that he tried to put rat poisoning in the guy's rice pudding, but he was caught. And so then he was beaten for that, obviously. Mm. So on July 7th, 1905, he decides to burn down the school and successfully burns down a part of the school. Holy shit. Was never caught. What? Did anyone die? I don't, it didn't say that anyone oh. died, but it was like he did it and he admitted to it later. Mm-hmm. And it was during the time that he was there. But yeah, so no one found out it was him. How do we know it was him? He confessed to it later? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I okay. Literally just said that. I, I she was did. writing stuff. It's down. okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Can't we need really. to reiterate it for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so then. He gets out. Like, I feel like it was not too long after the burning down of the school. He gets out. So then in his teens, he's an alcoholic. He's a burglar. Where are we now? In the same area. Minnesota? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. See Tiny soda. <laughs> By age 14, he beca- he became a hobo. So he actually goes out, is on the train track and mm. all this stuff. Living his best life, going around, doing all of these things. Hopping on the trains. Yeah. So he wanted, like, he needed stuff to take with him because obviously he's a runaway at this point. And so when he's trying to run away, I guess he, like, ran into, they said, a Lutheran cleric. And so he tries, or he robs him of his revolver or something like something happened where he revolver what i don't know but he robs the dude and then attempts to kill him but doesn't so then he just like goes on his merry way yeah i don't know that's what i'm saying like this man was just all sorts of crazy he was doing too much with his life this is 14 14. this is 14 years old okay he's already burned down a building (sighs) oh my gosh yeah and And spent time twice yes Already by this point. Yeah. Well, that happened before he was like 10. Yeah. (gasps) I can't. So then man decides that he's going to spend his time on the train cars. Obviously, he's not paying fares because he's jumping in and out of them. He's a hobo. He's not. Okay. Even though he's this chaotic Mm-hmm. He's still naive because he's a child. So he sees they're they're at a stop. He's going, sees these guys older. It's a group of dudes. Tries to befriend them. He's like, hey, I was just like in this train car back there. It was super warm. You guys want to come warm up? I know you're just getting on the train, right? <laughs> so they're like, oh, yeah. Go show us the train car you were just in. So... They follow him, and when they're there, they end up closing the train car door and gang rape him. What? Yeah. And that happened on two separate occasions. This poor boy. Yeah. So this was like 14. (laughs) Oh, Christ. (laughs) Oh, man. Fun times. Yeah. So then, with all of his travels and all that stuff, by 1905, this kid ends up in Montana, and he gets... (laughs) arrested for petty larceny (laughs) and does one year in reform school. That scared me. Like, I'm not gonna lie. It just, like, chupacabra in my head. Oh, my God. I just saw claws come through the door. It's okay. It's okay. It went silent. (laughs) They got enough gas. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently this there was this one guard there, or worker, whatever you want to call him, named Bizhart, that tortured Charles all the time. Just picked on him the whole time. Finally, one day, had 
one day Charles had enough of like all of this mess and decides to hit Bizhart over the head with a thick metal reinforced board. Oh my and gosh. And doesn't kill him, but makes him like very ill. Like just all these things going on, mm-hmm. I guess ends up in the hospital kind of stuff. Who was Bizhart? Bizhart just. He was a guard, guard at, at, okay, the at the Montana Reform School. Reform School. Yeah. yeah. And so because of what he did, all the other pupils decide to take Charles and beat the sh- out of him for what he did. While he was there, he made a friend named Jimmy Benson. Oh, he sounds like fun. So. Oh, no. This kid named Jimmy. Like, I'm telling you, I don't. He, this dude's doing way too much. They make this whole plan where they're going to escape. So they do all this planning. They do all of these things. And I forget how long it said that it took them to do it. But they end up escaping. And they told each other, okay, when we escape, we're going to part separate ways. We will meet up at this place in three days. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm and so then they do. But from what Charles recalls, he said, you know, I saw this, like, what is it? The windmill something yeah a windmill something so he was waiting for jimmy sits there gets tired falls asleep and then he like smells food and like hears something he wakes up and he's like hmm i wonder if that's jimmy so then he goes around and sees this older dude cooking and so he's like gonna walk up to rob this guy right and then the guy hears something in the distance so he picks up his shotgun or some shit like that to go shoot at whoever's coming out and then jimmy comes out the woods and then get <gasps> shot no oh that's what i thought was gonna happen okay that's what i thought was gonna happen I, right now too. what i tell i was like poor jimmy they just wanted to be free no weirdest thing ever Old man sees that it's Jimmy. I don't even know how they know this old man. But then, according to Charles, they all start rejoicing because it's Jimmy. But this is a random man? Yes! I don't know who this man is. <laughs> I, was, I was really scared that Jimmy was going to get shot in front of Charles. And then it was going to, like, like a downwards. traumatic experience. Yeah, downward Not spiral. Like, yeah. So then this random guy says, hey, would you like some food? So then he gives them the food he was cooking at this, like, fire. And then Jimmy died from food poisoning? No. (laughs) Then he gives them new clothes and sends them on their way. Oh, he's a good Samaritan. How? What what do you mean, how? He gave them food and clothes and sent them on their way. You see two random kids coming out the woods. It's not random. (laughs) Was not random if he knew him. He didn't. Yes, he did. He knew Jimmy. You said they were rejoicing. They were rejoicing, but Charles said that it was just some guy sitting there. The situation was random. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, it was... The person was not random. The way that he said it, I'm like... I would never. If I see a kid coming out the woods, I'm like, nah, you're getting shot anyway. Just, oh, my God. <laughs> That's no. terrifying. Uh, in the early 1900s, can't trust no one. Was it dark? You still can't no, trust No, I anyone. think it was in the middle of the day. Oh. I know this. <laughs> if it was dark, he probably would have shot and killed him. Yeah. Also it would have been a different story. Mm-hmm. And also, how old are they? 15. Yeah. So they probably don't look that scary. 16. No. Like, you know, when you see, like, what? an old burly no. man coming at you. Oh, no. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Continue. Continue. And there was rejoicing. There was much rejoicing. Yay! <laughs> Friends. Old man. <laughs> food. Clothes. And clothes. And okay. a fire pit. What? And warmth. Okay. So then they get all of this stuff from the guy. And then... He sends them on their way. Charles and Jimmy travel for about a month together. Jimmy teaches them all these different things. And then after a month of traveling on the train together and doing all sorts of different stuff, it didn't really specify. They part ways. Why? Just because. Where were they when they parted? I don't know. 
Okay. It just said that they parted ways. Like, they just rode the train for a month going everywhere. Like, they would just go back and forth. Hmm. Slightly envious. <laughs> yeah, you, you know how that. many sites they probably saw just zooming by? As a hobo. Not that, uh, not that much if they're in Montana. No, they would take the train out west. Yeah. That's what they were doing. They were just going state to state, like, burglarizing everywhere. Okay. I'm not about the burglarizing part, just sightseeing. They probably only hit, honestly, only hit up, like, five states. So, it's not that exciting. It's more than what I do in a day. I hit up, like, two states. So, 1906. I didn't even realize how young he was when I was writing all this. It just, I'm telling you, it all happened so fast. Charles ends up joining the army in the 6th regular U.S. infantry. Hmm. It's okay. He only lasted a month. Okay, cool. He got in trouble for stealing, and then they sent him to the guardhouse to give him, you know, whatever it was, blah, blah, blah. And he ends up doing three years jail time at Fort Leavenworth. Oh. Just for stealing? Yeah, for stealing. But okay. he stole from somebody in the army. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Um, okay that makes sense now. Yeah. So <laughs> then he said that while he was in there, I guess because of the way that he was, he was one of the only people to have a 50-pound ball shackle chained to him. What the f- fuck because of how problematic he was i understand that so then he was like because i had to carry this around i beefed up on one leg well if he had to carry it around with him (laughs) wait you said 1906 yeah he's only 14 hmm weird yeah this is why i'm confused i'm telling you because 1905 he was 12 i am Okay. I don't know. I don't know. 13. Whatever. Wait, it what was year jumping are we around in? 1906. It I'm telling you, the way that they had all of this because they that's how they jumped around in every single story and I feel like because it's his retelling. Yes. That he's giving all of this information. He's like about this time, about this time. Okay. okay. I guess I'll tell it now or I'll say no, it wait, now. Oh, wait, hmm? But he has an autobiography out. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. By 1910, he's released from Fort Leavenworth. When did you get that one? And he's six foot and 195 pounds. That's it. He's lanky as fuck. He's all muscle. I guess. He, he's been wearing a shackle. Okay, yeah. so one leg is hulked out. Yeah, but you have to think, it's not like he's eating well. So that's all muscle. Okay, fine. Never mind. (laughs) After his release, he goes to Denver, Colorado and gets a mule skinning job, which he failed miserably. A mule skinning? Yeah. Okay. For their hide? No, no, no. I understand what it is. Leather. I just, I just clarifying. Yeah. So then, because he failed that job, he's like, I'm going to go into town and become a mobster. I'm going to take what money I got and I'm going to do this. Right? So then he gets into town. He goes to a bar, decides to just drink it up because he knows he's going to live his best life. Oh, my Jesus. Sleeps with a couple of prostitutes. And when he wakes up the next morning, he was robbed. (laughs) He was in an alley (laughs) with no gun, no money, (laughs) nothing. And so he didn't become a mobster. Yeah, so I much that. for that life. <laughs> but you know what he did get out of all of this? Experience. STDs. Gonorrhea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad you didn't think of that. I don't know. <laughs> You're the one in the medical field. That yeah, but funny. I'm not going here wishing gonorrhea on everyone. <laughs> I just said STDs. He was sleeping around. That's what happens. It was one night of fun. I just said experience. <laughs> 
after that happened, he decides he's going to go to Mexico Uh and join the Mexican army. Oh, yeah, that's going to go over really well. (laughs) He was only in there for a month. He got bored because when he went there. Wait, they let him leave? (laughs) He runs away a lot. Have you not been able to tell? He escaped jail. Yeah, he did. (laughs) He burned down half a reformatory. Yeah. But he decides that he's going to join the Mexican army. So that way, when they're traveling from town to town, he's just going to hit up all the different churches and rob them of their money. Oh, no. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) But after, it was soon after he realized that it really wasn't going the way he planned. (laughs) It's not that easy. (laughs) So a month later, he leaves the Mexican army. (laughs) Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh and so after that, and he then had- in 1915, <laughs> he's found in Brazil. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Get out. We're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my God. <laughs> I told you this man went everywhere. Right secret after Mexico. <laughs> man, secret. right after um right after joining the mexican army and running away he ends up in fresno california and decides to be on the railroad out there it's just going all over the places so while he's riding the railroad he's doing his business and by that i mean going around raping men yeah. What? Yeah. So okay. that's what he decides to do. How old was he? Uh, this was like 1910, 1911. Like, okay. Yeah. And then so somewhere in California, 20. he gets picked up because he decided to steal someone's bike. And no, it was not a motorcycle. It was a pedal pedal bike. Okay. 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 So motorcycles he, are not a thing at 1910. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> We have to clarify these things. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm letting you know. It's okay. You're okay. good. So he gets a 120-day sentence, but only serves 30 days because he escapes jail. Jeez. Oh, my God. How does he... I, You know, when I was reading this, I was like, I was fascinated by Ted Bundy because he did it three times. But this man yeah, does but it. Ted every- Bundy was manipulative. This guy is just and dipping. An escape artist. <laughs> He's just dipping. He's just like, no, nah, I'm not here anymore. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> like it, he, it takes him a month. I feel like to figure out everybody's stuff. It's he, he. Okay, from what I read, it doesn't say how he did it. Like how he would do these things. Right. He would just go, but he did it. Almost every single time. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I like this. <laughs> it hasn't gotten too bad yet. Well, that's because I'm only giving like okay. general. Well, no, because it's really not going to get too bad because I'm just giving general information because he did so much and it was so much. And but anyway, 1912, Dallas, Oregon. Uh, he was arrested for an unknown charge and did two to three months under the alias Jack Allen. And then after this, every time he gets picked up, he gives them a different name because he already has such an extensive rap sheet that he doesn't want to get sent back to wherever he's supposed to be because obviously he's... Uh, and you know jail. what I love about this time is you could fucking do that shit. Mm-hmm. Because there was no way to check it. Exactly. Yeah. You know how many names I would have? Except it's going to be like that no. one bitch that Linda did when she gave the wrong name at the hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, <laughs> police! <laughs> yes. <laughs> so then... He does his two to three months at that place. He ends up in Moscow, Idaho. He breaks out a guy from jail. I can't remember if the guy's name is Jeff. It was Jimmy. Jeff. Huh? It was Jimmy. No, it wasn't Jimmy. Wrong. I can't remember if the guy's name was Jeff Davis or that was his alias at the time. <laughs> but he breaks out this Both. guy. So the guy, he was a known safe cracker. 
Oh. So he breaks this guy out so this guy can teach him how to do these things. You listen to the click, 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 mm-hmm. click, click, click. Yep. And so. Interesting. Yeah, he does that. That's and then, so cool. But he was in jail at the mos- in Moscow? Okay. No, he just broke someone out. He was that like, just hey. happened to be. Well, he knew, I guess, like, he had gotten word that this guy was there. You're a criminal. You're running in these rings. You're hearing stuff. So he's okay. like, oh, this man's a known safe cracker. That's kind of cool. Let's go get him. And so he breaks him out. What do you do? I'm a safe cracker. Why does it look like that? The hell is happening over know. there? <laughs> What'd you do? You I push did nothing. No. I just did it for you. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's doing that. You got a piece of skin in there. Just push it down. Yeah, but then it's okay. No, it'll reattach later. I do it just all the time. Just like my toe did. What? That? You took her toenail off? No. It fell off. Your dog's outside the door whacking his tail on it. No, that's the pipe. Are you sure about that? Mm-hmm. I need water. Yeah. No, I don't want you to drink that. Go get your own water. No. Take a break. Nope. Five seconds. Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Where am I going? Oh. Uh, For some reason, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So then, some way, somehow, he ends up in Wallace, Idaho. Don't know what he did there. I have it written down. But like I said, this man was doing too much. I don't think he got arrested in Wallace, Idaho, but he did something there. (laughs) He probably didn't crack the safe. No, Linda. I'm sorry. So then he ends up in Chinook, Montana, he did eight months, got arrested there. I kind of want to go there, just for the name. Chinook. Chinook. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he got arrested, did eight months, and he escaped there. <laughs> Is it you beeping or her beeping? Who's vibrating? I turned... Mine's not vibrating. Oh, maybe that's my iPad. My phone's going off, but it's not vibrating. I know. I saw your phone going off. That's why I gave you the side eye, and then I was like, no, it's not over there. It's over somewhere. You would have heard it the whole time. I know. My God. So then this man, after he gets out or after he escapes, he ends up in Three Forks, Montana. Three Forks. That's what I wrote down. Three Forks. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means. That's the place. The one to give Three Forks. That's the town name. But why would it be Three Forks? Why does it matter? Why is where you live where you live? No, why would anyway? Maybe there's three forks in the road. Oh, okay, we'll just go with that because that kind of made sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, now I gotta look it up. For you. <laughs> His alias at this time is Jeff Rhodes, and he does one year, he's picked up for something. And is charged with one year and has to be at Deer Lodge Penitentiary, but ends up serving two and a half years. What? <laughs> okay. Okay. I guess that makes up for all of his escaping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. So then it says, in 1914, his alias is Jeffrey Baldwin, and he is picked up, I don't even know anymore, but basically sodomy happened all over again. Like, while he was there, Mm -hmm. he was just playing with people. There are three rivers in Great Forks that come together to form the Missouri River. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So then... After he gets out of Deer Lodge, he ends up in Astoria, Oregon. While he's there, he commits burglary, 
gets arrested for it and he pleads guilty for a lesser sentence but then even though he took the plea deal so they gave him a plea deal they're like if you plead guilty you'll get this time he's like all right fine pled guilty <laughs> the court decides to give him his full sentence anyway oh shit that fucking sucks that's rude so then while he's in there, where's his lawyer at <laughs> don't know <laughs> You think they really care about that? Should. I mean, at this point, it is like a legal necessity, like for everyone, but you don't know your rights. You screwed, yo. So, because he was pissed off at them for doing this, he attempts to burn down the jail and doesn't succeed. So, he's beaten for it. (laughs) I need him to take a nap for at least six months. (laughs) Just chill the hell out. So then while, I, I, you know, like I said, he was doing too much. It was a lot to write <laughs> down. So then he ends up in Salem, Oregon, in that state penitentiary, and he meets a guy named Otto Hooker <laughs> while he's there. Literally, I wrote down, because it was going so quickly, I wrote down something about a guy named Hooker. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> to rewind it so I could get this guy's name. So his name is Otto Hooker. And they're at the state penitentiary in Salem, Oregon. They devise this plan to escape. (laughs) They end up escaping. And during their escape, Hooker ends up killing the warden, which makes Charles an accomplice to the murder. No, now he's a murderer. He was a murderer to begin with. Who did he kill? I can't remember. You never said that. He never killed anybody. Oh, attempted. Who? The Lutheran person. Oh, yeah. The cleric. Okay. Mm -hmm. That doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) So not too long after that, he ends up getting jailed again. But in 1918, he escaped. (laughs) Jesus. Kind of weird. Never would have thought of that. (laughs) What? (laughs) After his escape, somehow, some way, this man ends up in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, <laughs> Pennsylvania, and decides to register in the army under the name John O'Leary. Mm-hmm. After he registers, he ends up going to a hotel and robbing the hotel of twelve thousand dollars. Oh shit! That's a lot. That's a of lot money. of money. Yeah. I don't know. This is what he said. <laughs> That's crazy. What did he do with that money? Back? Did he? He went on the run again. He registered for the army and just didn't stay. Holy <laughs> so shit. So then he ends up going to the New York. He then applies and gets into the YMCA, the Marine Fireman Oilers, and the Water some, the Water Something Union. I can't read my own handwriting right there. Wait, what? What year was this? 1918. 1919 ish. Traders. Water traders. You're so good. Lorian probably would have read it faster. Yeah. And so, because he did all of this in New York, had all. Because he did all of this in New York. Is it over a million? No. Half a million? No. Oh. Uh, 221,000. Still. Yeah. I mean, but he he ended up. Yeah, but he ended up traveling to New York and all that stuff. So then YMCA, Marine, Firemen's, Oilers, and Water something Union. Yeah, whatever it is. Something Union. Because of all of these things that he was in while he was in New York, he was able to obtain a seaman's paper. (laughs) (laughs) And so he ends up being able to get on a boat as a seaman. And this is where he just starts going. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was like a real traveler. Oh, God. World travels. So then after this, he starts traveling, starts doing all sorts of things. Doesn't really get specific about what he does, but you can only imagine because obviously burglar, thief, whatever, rapist, accomplice to murder, all that kind of stuff. Attempted murder. Attempted murder. Mm Mm-hmm. Always stealing revolvers from people. He first ends up in Panama, 
Panama. Then goes to Peru. Then to Chile. Argentina. Then back to Panama. Then to Costa Rica. Jesus Christ. Then Southampton in England. And when he gets to England, he ends up traveling all throughout Europe. What the fuck? How do we just go from South America to England? He's a seaman. He's in a boat. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot. <clears throat> Sorry. So, Panama, Peru, Chile, Panama. Costa Rica. Then England. Southampton. All your Europe. Okay. And in 1920, he comes back to the U.S. Mm. Ends up in Bridgeport, Connecticut. He goes to a jewelry store there and ends up stealing $7,000 worth of goods and turns around and sells it basically, like, I guess, on their black market, whatever, for $1,500. Makes sense. He ends up on a boat called the SS Monturia and goes to Hamburg, Germany. Hamburg. (laughs) (laughs) He's only there for a little bit and ends up coming back to New York in 1920 and goes, then travels to New Haven, Connecticut. I literally so wrote. He's, never mind. Go ahead. I literally wrote. He steals some shit <laughs> in New Haven, Connecticut, <laughs> and then he got a lot of money and bought a yacht. <laughs> hmm. So he just is basically a thief. Yes. At this point. Okay. And an attempted murderer. Well, no, well, I don't, he, I'm not even counting that. He's right a rapist now. because everywhere he goes, he's claimed. Okay, we'll get to that in a minute. But he's a rapist. He's raping your people up. Mm-hmm. Hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your, and hide your husbands. Because he's raping up everybody out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. So he ends up using the money to buy a yacht. With this, it said that the boat was big enough to hold five people in it but it was really just him so what he would do is he would take it into the harbor at new york Mm -hmm. he would pick up sailors and he would then take them out to sea get them drunk rape them kill them dump them at an island not too far away and then come back into town and grab another sailor what he did this about 10 different times what the fuck how did we go from being carefree and riding on the back of trains? <laughs> he was not carefree. Yes, we were. Nope. I was no. living vicariously through him <laughs> before I was alive. He was raping people while okay, on the I railroad. Really have forgot that she blocked part. that. I yeah. really did. I'm just like, we going around. And he Free. only, it said that he did that. So it was about 10 men that he did it to during a three week period. What? what? Yeah, he would go out and come back like every other day, every three that, days. That is like every other day because it's like 21 days. Three weeks is 21 days. The fuck? Yeah, so... What? Ten people <laughs> murdered. Murdered! In yacht. And the only reason that stopped was because at some point some way not really sure how it got suspicious no he crashed the boat <laughs> get out that's not funny i'm get sorry out. that's not funny <laughs> well it stopped that rain of terror but yeah that's what he was doing to sailors that's- okay he ends up heading to salem massachusetts and while in Salem, it said that he killed a 12, 11 or 12-year-old boy. And this is by his account. What the it fuck? It doesn't really specify why. He just said that the boy was like 11 or 12 years old, and he just hit him over the head with a rock. I believe from his confession for that, he was like, with all that stuff falling or like coming out of his head, he wasn't getting any debtor. What? What? Yeah, that's what he said <laughs> when he confessed to that. Was it- I feel like my brain just went. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's really. It was just like oh, floops, flooglies. That's what my brain turned into. <laughs> I'm telling you, like 
It was so much. And so then when he, from Salem, he ends up going back to New York. And then after New York, he ends up in Baltimore, Maryland for a little bit. Not really sure what happened in Baltimore, Maryland, but then ends up going down to Jacksonville, Florida. Okay, stay there. February 1923, he ends up being a watchman for someplace somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I love her. I need a tissue. I told you partial information today. There's way too much going on. You just made her snot rocket across the world. I don't know why you were surprised. The door opens, in comes my child. He just like nudged my whole side, and it scared me. It was like a dolphin came and stabbed you in the side. Look at his little face. Look at him looking at you. He's like, love me. Did I scare you? Oh my you? god, baby. What? <laughs> oh, I think I need some backup. <laughs> She's on the crack. <laughs> I think my nose is okay now. <laughs> yeah, it's not everywhere. Okay, but while he was a watchman, he ended up abusing a 14-year-old boy that was at the job site. Look, I get a little more organized now. I actually have bullet points over here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so then June 1923, or about this time, he ends up shooting a man with a pistol that he stole from a yacht that belonged to a new how do you say it rochelle r-o-c-h-e-l-l i'm sorry if i butchered that r-o-c-h-e-l-l yeah yeah so he ends up shooting somebody why don't know he just felt like it shot the man with the pistol that he stole from a yacht that belonged to a new rochelle police chief so went on this yacht that belonged to a police chief stole the gun ran out and was like you Rude. June 29th, 1923, he gets arrested in New York. For this? I believe so. Or for some reason. He gets arrested for the weirdest things ever. Like, he doesn't get arrested for the murders. He gets arrested for the burglaries. So... Because he's not very successful in doing so. So then, July 9th, 1923, he tries to escape. Oh, no. And he cons his now lawyer with a boat <laughs> to get him to to like help him out and then the lawyer takes the boat so then this man skips bail and then the police end up confiscating the boat <laughs> from the lawyer oh my god but this man's already gone i don't have my glasses on his eyes <laughs> fucked up <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> uh, look, at, look at that placement of that eye. Maybe some people might actually look like I that. I hope he does. <laughs> so then, August 26, 1923, he's arrested in Larchmont, New York, because he broke into a train depot and does five years. At this point, he ends up confessing to being Jeff Baldwin from Oregon. In October 1923, he ends up being imprisoned in Clint Prison, Danamora, New York. Is that it? He does time there, and he's released July 1928. And somehow, someway, he ends up in Baltimore and kills somebody. Mm-hmm. How often was he in jail? It feels like since he was the age of nine, that's all he's done. Yeah. I thought he got arrested when he was seven for drunk. Oh, yeah. That was arrested, but he didn't do jail time. I guess so. He was charged. Yeah. Fair enough. He, it was like every year. He was in a new state getting put in jail. We're going to jump ahead a couple of years. Because oh, no. I honestly... Oh, wait. No, because he... Well, no. Lies. Because he was released in 1928. Okay. So then, we're not jumping ahead in a couple of years. I lied. I think she was on crack. A few moments later. Basically... August 30th, 1928. <laughs> he is then arrested in Baltimore for a 
burglary that he committed in D.C. Mm. And during his interrogation, he confesses to killing three people. One person was in Salem, Massachusetts. One person was in Connecticut. And one person was in Philly. And all of these happened (laughs) right before he got arrested, apparently, in August of 1928. So he traveled to... In a month, he traveled to these three places and and killed killed somebody. Mm -hmm. By his account. But Connecticut, Salem, and where? Philly. I want to go to Philly. Me too. Yes. I want some food. Mm -hmm. Some Philly food. Oh, my God. I got... mm. So, for the burglary in D.C. (gasps) Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And for confessing to these three killings... Oh, I thought you said he murdered somebody in D.C. No, burglary. But when he got arrested, he confessed to the murders. It was stuck on the mic. I know. I watched it pop up. It was so weird. Like, I I watched your hair go, boing. (laughs) So for that, he confessed Uh to murdering three people. Uh He got two years. 25 years. Oh. And they sent him back to Leavenworth. Apparently, after he was charged and all that stuff, he was like, I'll kill the first person who touches me. Like, that's what he told them. When when they were giving him his sentencing and stuff like that, he was like, I'm going to kill the first person that touches me. End of story. Like, you put me in jail. Somebody comes after me. I'm killing them. Right? <laughs> oh, no. He gets 25 years, which means he can get out. In 25 years. Yes. June 20th, 1928. He ends up being... June, June 20th, 1929. Sorry. Okay. 1929. 1929. He ends up beating a prison laundry foreman to death with an iron bar, and that's when he gets the death sentence. What? <clears throat> this was one of my favorite guys. <laughs> he said he was going to kill somebody. He did. He warned them. Yeah, he did. Well, then they should give... Mm. He was in solitary confinement. How the fuck did he get to somebody then? He, the foreman of the laundry room? <clears throat> yeah. Because when they let him out to do jobs and stuff like that. Well, keep his ass inside! (laughs) (laughs) I'm very upset with their handling of the situation. Yes. So then he, they end up seeing how violent he is and all this stuff. So they. Oh, now they do? Yes. So then they really (laughs) keep him in solitary confinement for this while he's on death row. And there's a guard that takes a liking to him like i don't know he's not even 30 years old yet yeah just listen the guard takes a liking to him Uh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so he befriends the guard and the guard feels so bad for him because of how confined that they have him they let him loose and he's never found no oh the guard ends up slipping him because he's not allowed to have anything like no so the guard ends up slipping him paper and pencil every single day and the guy writes his autobiography while he's on death row oh that's it yeah god damn that's how we get the autobiography I so something fun was gonna happen no like another escape well no <laughs> But he ends up taking a liking to the guard as well. He's like, huh, he's actually being nice to me. Did so he writes married? this. No. Oh. So he writes <laughs> he writes the story for him, writes all of the stuff and everything like that. He ends up going to be hung on September 5th, 1930. And while they're preparing him, he basically tells them, hurry up. Because I could literally kill, like, ten men with as slow as you guys are moving. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Like, something to that effect. And then when the executioner was going to put the hood on his head, he ends up spitting in the executioner's face. Oh, man. I thought he was going to bite him. No, he spits in the executioner's face. And then, boom, he's dead. Okay, aside from killing people, I kind of like this man. I feel like he would have made a very good travel agent. He's seen the world. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and he could get you all the best rates. (laughs) (laughs) No rates at all. (laughs) You getting money back, sir. (laughs) Follow me. Hop on this train. We're going to jump on this one. See that hotel over there? $12,000. Right in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But that that is uh, Charles Carl Pan's Ram. Charles Carl. Charles. Charles. Yeah. Charles. Pan's Ram. 
So like I said, he he did a lot. He did a lot in his life. And when I looked him up, they only gave me the Connecticut, the New York. Hey, the I actually got his mustache. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he just needs a little bit of a longer <laughs> face. That's yeah, I made him too square. It's funny because this was his face, and I was like, "That looks weird," so I made it wider. And oh. yet he was thinner. Yeah, look yeah. at that jawline. <laughs> oh my god, it's crazy. <laughs> he but, was yeah. crazy. But that and oh, so then he confessed to those killings. I want to say that altogether, he like in his autobiography, I feel like he confessed to seven killings. Oh wait! But because he traveled so much across the U.S., he claims to have sodomized at least a thousand plus people. I mean, he was almost forty. He was definitely over thirty. But yeah, I I guess not confessed to, but were confirmed that were him because he said that he killed at least ten men while on the boat. So confirmed seven. So that was like going throughout the U.S. that they could confirm. Yeah. I guess they never found the bodies of the sailors, so they couldn't confirm those. And I can't remember what the island was called that he would dump their bodies at. Alice. No. No. Girl, you never know. Please. <laughs> he's dumb, but he's not that dumb. You don't know that. This big lady will watch after you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what he looked like when he was buff. I don't know if they had that. I don't think he was really that buff, y'all. You know, slender. Oh, that was the other thing. So apparently, when he was confessing to the killings, he had actually told them that he was. He had also fantasized, romanticized, whatever. He wanted to commit mass killings. So there were times that he wanted to go and just, like, shoot up places, but Mm. didn't. And there was a point where he wanted to take poison and put it in the New York water supply and just wait for everybody to drink it and die. That's that's what he had fantasized about. What the fuck? Yeah. So he ends up confessing to that as well when they get him for the burglary charges. That's okay, what so saying. maybe he did a little, a little wonky after all this train traveling. <laughs> Gonorrhea got to his head. <laughs> I mean, oh, thank you. Hey, Kuna. She takes too long. That's I fine. know she does. I was still telling my story. I knew you were. That's why I was looking it up for you. Okay. Oh, I like your disco ball with the flowers. Thanks. Oh, thank you. I've had it for forever. It's her pop socket, not yours. I know. So why'd you say thank you? I'm holding it in my hand. Continue missing persons. Really, you found okay. for a while. So today's <laughs> missing person is Nasir Brogdon from the 39th district of Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Police Department needs the public's assistance in locating a 16-year-old missing juvenile, Nasir Brogdon. He was last seen at 7:15 a.m. on Thursday, January 27th, 2022, on the 3700 block of North 15th. 15th Street. He is 5'6", 100 pounds, medium complexion, brown eyes, and brown afro. He was last seen wearing a navy blue polo shirt, tan pants, and a puffy coat. He likes to frequent the Hunting Park area and 7th and Pike Street. Anyone with any information on a seer whereabouts is asked to please contact Northwest Detectives Division at 215-686-3353 or 911. Thank you. Yep. Tinks. What a beautiful lady. That was a fun story. That was all over the freaking place. Yeah, that it was. That was crazy. Yeah. He was like, hey, <clears throat> South America, Britain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I forgot he was on a boat because I was so used to him being on the train. <laughs> I know. I told you. It was so much. Like, he went everywhere. And I was just like, what's happening? So we're going to let y'all go. Bye now. <laughs> oh, no. Don't forget to rate, review. Oh, speaking of reviews, thank you to everyone who's reviewed us because I just went and checked our iTunes like the other day because I don't know. And we have like 10 five-star reviews. Oh. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Rate, review. Subscribe. Follow. Yes. Follow. We have Patreon. 
What else do we have? Yeah, come on, Patreons. Get your money in here. I want to see Linda make some handmade crafts. I know, right? I know. Oh, yeah. They're actually really cute. Yeah, they are. Should I? I feel like we should take a picture of them again and throw them up there. Yeah. Do you have your big one? Anyway. Yeah. We're we're talking off topic. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. It's almost Valentine's Day. No. 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 I mean, I don't really know. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. 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 I almost said I love you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC The Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. See ya.